Hey, cruisers, it's your girl, Ebony Cruz from SuccessWithEbonyCruz.com. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the five steps to turning your passion into profit. You've been thinking about it. And the thought is getting louder. Escaping your nine to five. It excites you. Deep down, you've seen the clues and have felt the feeling. The feeling that your life isn't meant to be lived within the confines of the nine to five existence. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Professional Women's Escape, where each week we help you break free from that nine to five and break into your dream business. By overcoming mindset, using and uncovering your industry expertise, and hearing how others like you have already escaped, we'll give you the inspiration and know-how to make your, maybe I can do it, into, oh yeah, I did it. Here's your host, Ebony Cruz. All right, Cruisers, let's just go ahead and jump right on into it. Starting with number one, dream big, but start small. As you're dreaming big, but you're starting small, Think of the overall end results that you want to achieve. When you think of what you want to achieve, that's when you start breaking down those big old chunks. And we're going to get into breaking chunks down further on in this episode. But when you think about starting small, it helps you become more active. It makes you want to do it more versus get overwhelmed and put it to the side. One important thing that I learned about wanting to do so much is I'm I'm a creator. We're all our creatives. Our minds run wild and we have all these ideas. But then what happens is we write all these ideas down and never really begin on them because we're so overwhelmed and don't know really where to start. So when you start focusing on small areas as where as as how you're building your passion and what how what passion you're turning into profit, that's when you begin to work more towards that goal. One of the most important things that we can think of is that think about Michael Jordan. What is he known for? That one thing, right? When you think about uh, let's say, let me think about some uh, some younger folks for the younger people that might be listening. <laughs> let's think about a LeBron James. What is he known for? What is that one thing he's known for, right? You know, all of us has numerous skills and tasks that we're great at, but you need to think about that one thing first and focus all your efforts into that. Then as you continue to grow and create this business model off of this one task, now you start adding in extra skill sets, extra talents, et cetera. But that'll help you stay focused. So remember, dream big, but start small. So let's keep on cruising with number two, keeping your day job. Well, at least for now, that is. Now, for those of you who are at work now, miserable, ready to jump, right? And don't know exactly how this is going to happen. Pump your brakes, slow down, come off the ledge. Don't do it quite yet. But if you're in a different space and that space could be you've lost your job or your hours are shortened or you're working three or four different jobs to kind of make ends meet, right? So what you start doing first is looking at your budget. Understand what do you have to pay? What are those extra entertainment things that we do because we love them? but we can take a break on. Now, ladies, I'm probably going to hurt some feelings here when I say the nail appointment may not have to be every other week, right? Try to squeeze it out for three weeks. 
<laughs> or maybe that hair appointment doesn't necessarily have to do, be done. Check out some YouTube videos and learn how to do some things at home. But think about areas that you can back up on or you can go without for a while just until you start creating that sustainable income. Because face it, your day job is the reason why you want to turn your passion into profit. You're tired of working for someone else. You're tired of being devalued, being overlooked, not being paid what you're worth. You're tired of that. And if you are tired of that, you have to get so sick and tired and fed up to where your back is against the wall and you sacrifice and focus on leaving this job by making sure you're focusing on scalable tasks inside of your business to make that leap. Now, if you have just lost your job, um, for those of you who may not follow me on YouTube, check me out on YouTube. It's Ebony Cruz, E-B-O-N-E, Sarah U-Z. I have a video that I recently published in reference to the top five side hustles of 2021 that help you start gaining some income. Start getting some income to fund this business because you do need some income, whether you're receiving unemployment, those stimulus checks, whatever. You need some source of income to start getting this business off the ground. Once you start mobilizing it, um, understanding what the audience is you want, you're being more active daily into your business, that's when you're able to say, I don't need this source of income anymore. But I don't want you all to think that I'm preaching and coaching to you to just say, I'm taking the leap and I don't have a plan. Now, there are some good tips inside of that video that talks about things such as Instacart, um, consulting. Um, there are different areas and side hustles that you can do at your leisure in between if you have a job or say you don't, you're building your business, you can do those in between. So just make sure that you have a solid plan because you want to be able to decently take the leap and know that there is success coming versus go out blindsided. Number three, break down your big goals into manageable chunks. So when we talk about managing your big goals and, and taking them into uh, smaller chunks or managing smaller chunks, that is a very important area for me because um, like I said previously here in this podcast is that we all have big dreams. We all say, I want to, I'm great at cooking. And so I want to start a food truck. But then that food truck turns into, I want a restaurant. Then that restaurant turns into, I want three restaurants and I want a franchise, right? But we don't think about how we can manage this big goal into small attainable um, tasks. So I have a, a client that I work with for years um, and she recently had basically taken the leap and um, actually is opening her own girls facility. Now, although this was years ago that we started this process, to say this is now 2021, I want to say roughly about four years later, she actually has the key to a facility that she's opening to mentor young women. So just because you have these big goals, it doesn't mean it's going to happen in six months to a year. What most people or most experts tell you is stay consistent for six months and you'll start seeing progress. That's what that six months is. It doesn't mean you're going to turn into a millionaire in six months. Stay consistent for six months and you'll start seeing progress. You'll grow that habit. You'll focus a whole lot more. Stay consistent for a year. Oh my goodness, your goals are cut in half as far as when you're completing them. So that's something you need to think about. But as you're um, going through your business, think about the phases of how you plan to grow. So say, for instance, you start online, but your goal is to eventually go into a brick and mortar business. Focus on your online growth and sales and not all platforms at once. If you're great on Facebook, but not too well on Instagram, stick with where you know. 
Don't just start a TikTok because everybody has a TikTok or a Snapchat. Don't do that. Manage your business in small attainable tasks, small chunks, all right? Because not only will that help you um, create and be less overwhelmed, but it'll also help you see small goals achieved and it'll give you moments of success. You can see your progress versus you putting a goal out to have a business, an actual brick and mortar business in six months, and then six months hit, you don't have the key opening the door to your new business. At this point, you won't feel like you're not accomplished, all right? So think about that as you're doing your goals. Make sure that you break them down because everything that we think of is a vision that has given to us as part of our purpose, and it can be reached. We just got to understand that it's not going to happen overnight. Number four, focus on your strengths and outsource the rest. So as we go into managing our goals throughout that process, let's understand our strengths. Understand what we are already great at. What I've seen in the past with entrepreneurs and even myself, I, I struggled with this for a while, is that I focused on what I wasn't great at because I'm like, oh my God, my strengths, I can handle that. But let me sit over here and try to figure out how to create a website or let me understand how to edit this video, right? Those are things that I completely sucked at. And what I found myself doing is spending countless hours trying to learn a new task, you know, enhance a weakness that I wasn't great at. And then I would just stop. And many of you probably do this as well. So my key uh, recommendation to you all and what many successful entrepreneurs do is they, they focus on that one strength, that thing that they are great at. So if you are great at doing the cooking, but you cannot take the pictures to post on social media, if you have children, use them. Sisters, cousins, aunties, best friends, whatever. Use the people around you that are good at doing that thing you're not. Outsource it. And outsourcing, some of you may think, Ebony, I don't have the money to outsource. I barely got the money to get the products to even kind of put this business together. I barely have the money for the resources to even get going. I totally understand. And so as entrepreneurs, that's where we use that barter system, that barter program. That's what we do that in. That's where we start saying, hey, Selena, <laughs> Selena, you are amazing when it comes to creating scripts for social media. You do an amazing job at creating a post. How about this? You know, you create the post and maybe I do the photos for you. Whatever. You know what I mean? But you guys, you got to work together. You got to find that group of people that you can work together with to make sure that you're focusing on your strength. Another thing about focusing on your strength is that it allows you to be in that happy space. You love it. You love what you're doing. You're focusing on something that you absolutely know how to do in your sleep. And remember, the purpose of this podcast is to take your industry expertise and turn it into profit. So why are we spending countless amount of time focusing on things that we know nothing about? Outsource it. There's things called Fiverr. There's folks on social media that you could probably just DM. There's students at colleges who need extra projects to work on um, just for hours. There's so many ways that you all can outsource, 
without paying an abundance of money that you're just not thinking of. But focus on what you're great at. And when you do that, you'll start seeing your success grow in a much faster rate because number one, you're already managing these big goals by turning it into small tasks. You're already doing that. You already started the plan because remember, you didn't just jump out and just go for it. You've already been planning. So if you focus on what you're great at and put other people in places to help you grow, you're going to see yourself in your business probably triple the amount of income, the amount of notoriety, the amount of growth in such a short period of time. So those are things that I want you all to make sure that you think of. And sometimes we like to say we're great at so many things. We're amazing at so many areas. And that is true. But one thing for sure is that we were blessed with one great talent that we need to enhance and focus on and build on the rest later. All right, cruisers. So we've reached number five. Don't sell yourself short. All right. Lastly, so I want to jump into not selling yourself short. Now, because we consider ourselves small businesses or we're these entrepreneurs that are jumping off, you know, we're jumping off the ledge, you know, YOLO life, right? Do people still say YOLO life? <laughs> well, I do if I'm dating myself, young listeners. But um, so you don't want to sell yourself short. In the beginning, we think because we don't have the uh, fine uh, T-shirts and the fancy building and the nice logos you know, we think that we have to sell ourselves short. But ultimately, people are paying for your expertise in a certain area, right? So in that area, you know it inside and out, right? What if it's accounting? You, you know accounting. You've been to school for accounting. You probably work for an accounting firm. You are amazing at it. People are paying for that particular skill, Let's think about um, in, in media, for example. Say, for instance, you're a great public speaker. That is your go-to. Somebody can give you a script. You can read that bad boy in no time and go from there. You know what should be said, how the intro should be, how to walk across the stage. That is your jam. So you take your jam and you charge for your jam, okay? Just imagine driving and chopping. You jamming, right? You be getting it, right? That's what you're going to charge for your jam, the tools that you use, the time. When someone books you for something and you're using your own tools and products, because I'm sure they're not providing you all of the tools and products, then that's what you put into the price, right? You have to think about that. So just imagine a guy who said they're going to do your floors, okay? So you say the guy gives you a price quote, and I think I saw this on social media somewhere. The guy gives you a price quote for roughly about 4,800 bucks, right? And you're like, wow, that's a lot. He's like, all right, well, if you have the tools, you know, I can cut the price down. And you say, well, I don't have the tools. He's like, well, I can't, you know, I can't cut the price down on that. You know, we got to have the tools. So then you say, you know, what? let me go to Home Depot and try to rent these tools. <laughs> Think about the price you got to pay to rent the tools. So when you start looking at yourself as a business, as a product, think about all that comes with you and what you're putting out. That is going to make the difference of how you charge. And when people question you or say, that's too high, that's too expensive, that's when you have to break down. Listen, you are asking for my expertise in this area. I'm using my tools. I'm using my time. Say, for instance, you don't work on the weekends. You know, the weekends is for your family. And they say, hey, the only time I have is the weekends. 
you know, that then that's not a perfect match. And not all business is great business. But you have to remember to not sell yourself short because you're new, you're just getting off the ground, you don't have all the fancy materials that make you look like this great, successful business. You don't need all of that in the beginning. You know, when I talk to people about getting started on, on YouTube or creating their courses, and they say, Ebony, I don't have a course creation platform. Okay, you don't have to have it in the beginning. You know, a course creation platform is something so you can be automated, so you can make money while you sleep. But if you have to do courses while you're live to get money to then automate your course, then do the live courses. That's all you got to do, right? You do enough live courses, you do the math, figure out how many live courses you need to do, and then boom, now you invest in having the course platforms that now you can do it automated. So that's what you guys have to think about things is when you decide to turn your passion into profit, think about what is the need of this passion? Why does someone want this or need this? And how can I make this scalable? So to sum it all up for you all, you know, like I said, we want to do things, take things um, one step at a time. Take our small goals or our big goals and turn them into small tasks. We want to strengthen our... our um, Strengthen the, the talents that we already have and outsource our weaknesses. We want to focus on what is going to get us to the next level. And that's what you all should really think about. What is that for you? And if that means getting off of this podcast, re-listening to it all over again and taking notes on areas that you just didn't think about, do that. All right. Do that until you understand this one thing is what I'm great about. Those of you that go on my YouTube channel, they may follow me on Facebook, um, Instagram. I'm kind of here and there on there. But even on the podcast, the main thing that you hear me talking about is turning your passion into profit. And typically I lead you to my course. That is that one thing, that one thing that I know I'm great at helping people take that vision, break it down and then make it scalable. That is something that I've been doing for years. Uh, I've got an amazing opportunity working with the city doing it, and I've continued to create programs that allow other organizations to do it. That's my jam, all right? And so that's what I focus on, and that's what you all have to do as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Professional Women's Escape Plan. As usual, we are here to inspire you provide the tools and resources for you to begin taking that passion, turn it into profit and living the life of your dreams.